Hello guys, welcome back to the Share Software Show, hosted by me, Dominic. Today, we are doing a panel show with Joe and Martin. Uh, whoa, 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 what the f- Who the fuck gave Dom the link? I literally disappeared to get a drink for like 10 seconds and Dom's here. Guilty. Martin. Never. Martin. Oh, for fuck's sake. I was trying to have a serious conversation tonight as well. Um, what, what, this, this is kind of awkward now, Dom's here. There's what a what do we do, button. guys? Uh, yeah, yeah. What 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 does this kick button do? <sighs> That's better. Right, on with the show. Cue the music. And you're listening to the Chairsoft Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites, and personalities within the airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsoft Show, Instagram at the Chairsoft Show, or by email on andy at the Chairsoft Thank you very much for tuning in to this week's episode. Joining me this week, as you heard in the introduction, is Joe, <laughs> McGarry, Yay. Martin, me, Dom. And yeah, and Dom and Martin as well, because Dom decided to interrupt that one. Oh, um, so mine. No, so yeah, uh, we got you guys on for a panel show. We got a couple of little topics that we want to discuss first. Um, first thing we'll, we'll kick off because uh, the other two that came up might get a little bit spicy. Um, Martin, we'll kick off with your thing, mate. So, what was it you wanted to introduce tonight as the topic? So. The one topic I was curious about is everyone's thoughts on things such as like Wish, Amazon, eBay for Airsoft stuff, um, site shops, things like that, thoughts, topics, um, thoughts about saturation on it. Alright, so when you say uh, site shops, you're talking about like sites everything that are just site, basically site... given like a little... Yeah, everything, um... site shops, like um, Airsoft site shops... Uh, actual business premises, online yeah. ones such as like Wish and all the mobile app ones, and things like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, personally good. speaking, to start to kick things off, if I saw anything on Wish or Amazon, I wouldn't buy it. See, some people seem to have said some stuff they've got. Sorry, other people are kind of in between about it. Yeah, that's where we got our uh, team colours from. Ah, nice. Oh, what the sort of like navy camouflage that you've got, like the yeah, US man. Navy style blue. Yeah. And they are pretty cool. You you do get some like it's wish it's not high quality but still decent stuff mm. for like the four quid you pay for it. Aye. Sorry, Dom. I'm, I'm hearing wish there, not wish. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> Dom, I'm um, getting the kick button as well. By the way, so don't. Yeah, that's all right. Good, good. Yeah, make sure. <laughs> I've been assured that Dom's going to be. Yeah, I've been assured that um, Dom's going to be on his best behaviour tonight. So I've yeah. allowed him back on again. I'm going to try. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh dear! No promise. Um, no yeah. Now, now, when you talk about site shops, it's um, I find that topic actually quite interesting to delve into because I've noticed, like these days, really, it's very rare that you'll see a site with sort of its own little stand set up. Like generally speaking, they'll be tied to one of the mainstream retailers in the area I've found uh, for yeah. example my, my main example here really is Rift with Combat UK just because I know yeah. they're yeah, there every weekend um, week in week out shameless plug for Combat UK <laughs> um, but yeah like when, when I come up to the depot the other week that was the, one of the first times in a while that I've seen a site shop that's actually run by the site rather Aye. than by the local retailer um, which do you work for the local retailer? Am I right in assuming that, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. I hear that? Yeah, right. Um, talk about I'm, them. You can do a little plug here because, you know, we talk about Combat UK often enough. Uh, I, um, I mean, I generally think it's a bit of a good, it's a good thing to have on-site shops. It's good if it's done properly. I think it's good if a yeah. site owner does it because um, I've seen a couple of people get burned a bit with that when they get other people that aren't related to the site to do it. Um but if it's done pre- correctly, it's good for both, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's very rare to find one that doesn't have one, I've seen, up here at least. Uh, um, 
I think it's because there's so many. There's quite a lot of stores down south, so it's probably a lot more common for you guys. It's the same with uh, the Halo Mill, uh, like PB. Yeah. That's who like supplies them. Obviously, or that's is the shop. But I think what you mean by saturation is like site shops can st- stock like the ammo, the the pyro, and the things you're going to use that day. But it's like stuff like the the AGs, the pistols. The stuff that you can order in, I think that's to, we'll end up like taking away sales from the only stores like the progress. Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, like, see, from a couple of years ago, I've noticed that like Amazon and it there's a lot more than they used to, as well. Mm. Yeah. Um. Do you think that's good down to progression itself, though? Like, it bit of both. I think. I think as it, evolving, I think as it gets bigger and bigger, yeah. you'll see a lot more. Not retailers. Freely, freely expansion, if that makes sense. Yeah, freely available. Um, which is a good thing, because it means people will get a hold people will get a hold of stuff. I mean, currently, take ASG, for example. Um, most of their stuff was originally in Denmark, but now it's started to come over here mainly, where you can get it from actual warehouses. Yeah. Um, so it does help. Yeah, um, I mean, um, you, you mentioned about, like, shops being run by the site owners I've got to say actually a very good one that I've seen set up is uh, um, Airsoft GB in Essex where you know th- this is sort of a family run site it's literally a community around that place um, in fact I bumped into a couple of the guys at NAF the other week so Dad Z, Dave if you're listening hey guys uh, I will get up to you guys soon is that uh, the NAF or the NAE? whatever they decide to call it this year really isn't it <laughs> um it changes every year, I think. Um, but, like, so that when I first started going there, it was basically an old building that was looking a little bit tatty. They've since, since that place has grown and grown and grown in popularity, they've literally basically almost built an entirely new safe zone and shop, you know. I think they took another one of the buildings and completely refurbished it, and, like, got its own kitchen in as well for lunch so you've got everything you need on site and they've got a fairly well stocked shop i mean like you said it's going to be ammo bbs the things you're going to use on the day generally speaking but obviously out in essex they're um i think there's about two or three retailers in the area but they're using that as an opportunity to start selling their own guns as well they've got a few things on in stock there so like for a site like that, that is about that sort of community around it, I think it works to an extent. Like yeah. possibly a little bit better than what you're getting at, Martin. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to how many you've got available. I mean, currently, I'm trying to think of the amount we've got, we've got Airsoft Worlds in Ayrshire. Yeah. Um, there's Landbody Airsoft in Edinburgh. Um, yeah. Adventure One, Glasgow City Centre. Um, I think there's one more tackle and gun. I think um, there's not a great deal of actual premises here. Yeah, there is definitely not. enough. There's a there's a decent amount of site stop shops, which is good though, so you can get it on yeah. site if you do need it. Um, but I don't know if that's more down to cause you've got more kind of ex army bases and such, so the council's a bit more clued up on what is maybe than up than here. Um, um, I also wonder if it's potentially down to sort of the population distribution possibly yeah. Uh, because you think about it really and truthfully you've got sort of like four or five major cities within driving distance easy of each other really down in the UK um, you know from London in a couple of hours you can be in Birmingham you can be sort of out towards Peterborough you can drive down to say Portsmouth for example mm. um, whereas obviously up in Scotland it's well, it's basically hills, isn't it? Let's be honest. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. first thing you notice when you start when you cross the border. You're like, oh, there's literally just hills everywhere. And then I noticed that fuel consumption creep up and up and up in my car as well <laughs> when I was driving up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to think. I mean, I like the idea of sites having shops because, let's be honest, there's always something you're going to need at a game day, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Always. always. Usually, for me, it's more pyro. Hmm. I was... Yeah, I was quite reserved, actually. That was good to have a pyro. Yeah. Dom is probably going to be more ammo because he's a high-cap hero. Kick him out. Kick him out. Nah. I'm a mid-cap hero with three bottles of BB spare. 
Yeah, if if you want to be a high cap hero, basically be Cam with his LMG that takes <laughs> yeah, ten thousand yeah. BBs in the I'll mag. If, uh, if you have an LMG, a legit LMG, I will happily allow you to have the biggest drum mag available, or biggest mag. Just Actually, I don't think you can class that as an LMG, can you? Uh, no, it's a HMG because it's a thirty cal. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say he walks around with a Browning. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> See, that legit. <laughs> Need. Yeah. If it was mounted on a vehicle, I'd understand it more. And I'm like, I. I can see me putting an idea in Cam's head now, actually. If he listens to this, he's going to be like, oh, I need an old Land Rover now. Yeah. Nothing like another purchase for airsoft. That was, that was like me drooling over that Vulcan minigun in my work, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, miniguns, yeah. We 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 love miniguns, don't we, Don? We we know a guy that runs two. Two, yeah. Two? Yeah, oh. he runs two at the same time. He dual wields miniguns and just annihilates <laughs> everyone oh. in his way. Iron Man running through the airsoft field. Yeah, pretty much. And he always has everything you need at a game as well. Cinema, full cooking facilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brings his entire house with his kitchen sink with him. <laughs> Literally the kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! It's great. Saying about um, saying about Wish and, and Amazon, I've been. Um, I shouldn't really say this as working in an airsoft shop, but I do actually use Wish for little bits and pieces for airsoft. Um, hmm. Nothing I would, nothing I would like quote and quote rely on. I wouldn't never buy iPro or bits and pieces from Wish. Oh yeah, but, of course. Um, but little bits and pieces like bipods and 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 stuff like that that I'm never going to use, but make the look of the gun what I want it to look like. If I can spend yeah. as yeah. little as possible, then I will. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, I pro definitely avoid because you know you'll probably get a bag of sand to stick your head in because it probably equates to the same thing if you buy uh, an I pro off of Wish. It's one thing never yeah. a skimp on. Yeah, definitely not. Man. And let's be honest, like with our, while we're talking about iPro, let's be honest. There's decent brands available for relatively decent prices. You know, I mean, Christ, you can pick up a set oh, of bodies for about ten quid. Yeah, Aye. ball trackers, man. Pretty much the go-to things for anybody. I recommend. Yeah. And if it's proper full seal they're wanting, then it's the the revision ant goggles. That's yeah. what I started with. No. I'm looking. I'm looking it's at solid. those edge ones. Um, I got put onto them. I'm quite interested with them actually because they're meant to have that. Is it the vapor shield technology or something on them? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they look pretty oh, good. Yeah. Um, in fact, it was your guys. It was the guys at combat that sort of put me onto that idea. So, um, I'll have a look at that. Um, and if Ed wants to know who said to buy something that they don't stock, get in touch, mate. <laughs> I'll <laughs> happily tell you. It wasn't Dom. <laughs> it legit wasn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so I think we can round up on this one now. Uh, site shops. Uh, I think they're they really gonna... good. Yeah. But then, but then working, but then working with Combat UK um, and doing the site shops and bits and pieces. Um, originally, before doing them, uh, I didn't really think there was a necessary need to them because Rift stock BBs. But the more and more I'm actually helping out and selling stuff to customers at the sites, the more and more things people actually leave behind, like magazines, iPro, most of their kit. Yeah, definitely a big. It's definitely a big market for that. Um, I think if it's done, if it, I think if it's done right, regardless of whether it's businesses, sites, it's room for improvement and helps people get what they need. I guess. Yeah, I think I think it's good as well when you've got a site, for example, like with Rift with Combat UK, where they've got that sort of community building up around it as well, and mm. they do, they give back as well. Like they get they do the raffle every week, don't they? Yeah. Um, so they're they're always giving back to the community around Rift. So it's sort of a, a two way thing as well. At the end of the day, and they're always promoting them in the shop as well. You're always hearing them, people getting told, "Oh yeah, come try Rift out. They've got this site, this site, this site." Oh, and um. Even to the extent that they go, oh, you live down in such and such. Oh, your nearest rift site would be here. Yeah, yeah. And then so you can guarantee to... you're going to see them the next week, kind of thing. Trying so... to mute the group chat because everyone's now taking the piss out of Nick Mataga for snapping his M416 uh, in the last rift sim. Uh, <laughs> oh, sounds yeah. painful. Uh, he's got to be one of your best customers, hasn't he, Nick Mataga? He just falls in the gun and goes, I'll buy a new one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't buy a new receiver I'll buy a new gun <laughs> he literally bought so it's a 416D so the one with the silencer that come out yeah yep. the dev crew weren't it 
yeah. And then he, he fed on that one with the silencer, snapped it, and then bought the Delta in tan and put the gearbox in it instead of buying a new receiver. That uh. was literally that moment where you hear the snap and uh. think, please, God, let that be my spine. Yeah. I'd hate for that to happen, I mean. I saw that and it was just like, you could see the whole of his weight and then the whole of the stock just go. And it was just like, oh, God, no. <laughs> At least I fell backwards when I fell over that day, I suppose. Yeah. It might have been before game on because I was too busy taking the piss out of another player for nearly falling over. But... <laughs> At least I, at least I fell over backwards and didn't break anything. I just got it very, very muddy, and it took me about. It's not even mud. It's like horrible crap, basically, Clay. isn't it? Clay yeah. and shite. So it took me. I think it took me about two hours to clean all of that out of the gun. Yeah, like that was horrible. I never want to repeat that. I nearly gave it to Reese and just said, "Reese, can you clean this?" <laughs> I don't blame you, to be honest. <laughs> That's another thing, actually. While we're on about retailers, that's actually brought me quite nicely. What do you think about sites that don't necessarily have text on site? Uh, Sites with no text? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing because you're always going to have a player kicking about that knows about to tell you. The the one thing I would probably say it's more necessary for is with the higher guns and such. Um, a lot of the ones I've seen and most of the time the techs are doing maintenance and the higher guns to try and keep them running Um, it does help to have if a player needs something AEG breaks down needs a gearbox stripped it can be done on site obviously Um, and always take a spare gun as well today's top tip take a spare gun because I made that mistake when I drove up to HQ Airsoft and that was a 3 hour drive back very angry at myself for not taking a spare ouch um, but yeah, I I, th- I personally think it's helpful because, like you said, you know, okay, yeah, there's someone that's um, gonna know about a gearbox or something. But me personally, I'd rather give it to someone whose job it is as such. Oh yeah, I'm the Does same man. Um, I mean, I can. I'd I can rather not just turn around it. to like Joe at a site, for example, and go there and fix that because you know Joe can't source the parts. Aye, I mean, I think, we're quite, I think we're quite lucky with the local Joe. Clark, oh yeah, man. Clark's Clark's just. Clark's just there to sit and do about much anything. Oh. So, a wee short story about my M4. Like, uh, when I first got the, the MOSFET fitted, um, I had a bit of an issue where it kept cutting off. Um, yeah. I asked him about it, and yeah, I looked at it. He got it fixed. He didn't charge me in for that. But it was months, months, maybe five, six months down the line. Um, it had a similar thing happen, but this time it was just the motor. Yeah. Um, sorted that. Didn't charge me for that just because I thought if it, for for him personally, he says if it's an easy fix, like ten twenty minutes, then it doesn't see any point in charging him for it. Or at least that's what he said to me. You know, it depends on the fault you've got. And then even more yeah. recently, um, after our game day, I was going full auto on M4 just to get rid of the beeps and uh, to clear out a mag. And it froze up. It just kept churning. And I literally just wrote a message to him saying, "This is what I sent him a video, but it wasn't great audio." And I messaged him and said, "This is what's happening." And he said, "Well, what's it sound like to you?" I told him, and he said to me, "I think it's just the motor heat. It's just the grub screw at the bottom. I've fixed it, and that's it." So yeah. He, he's a guy who knows his stuff, and to have him like at the depot, like local, like, I think it's great for us because apart from that, like as far as I, the next place I would go after that is Land Warrior, and that's in Edinburgh, so that's that's a journey. Jeez, is that really your nearest tech? Yeah. Well, there's no one else that I'd go to, but if it'd be Clot first call, and if maybe yeah. Clot was too busy or just couldn't take it on holiday, or whatever, if I couldn't wait, I'd need to go to Landwater. Right, that's that would be my two main calls yeah. as well. I, w- I wouldn't trust anyone else, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. I suppose Landwater- it's that yeah, that reputable name as well, someone that you're gonna know and trust to do the yeah. work and get the it. The thing right. is, you hear you hear so many horror stories as well, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know, I've heard a few from like all sort like pretty much like people land warriors get such a huge rep rep and I've never actually used them for like that type of thing for any sort of fix etc. Scott and that are good. They're good yeah, for they are, they are great. Like, their their presentation is actually amazing to ever heard, but there's still horror stories horror stories about those guys. Oh, yeah. There's still some stories about Clot, but you know what, I think you're always gonna get them the horror stories and it's the horror stories that always circulate rather than the positives. Yeah. So no. you sort of just need to take some of that stuff, like a pinch of salt, and just get it all yeah. done with yourself. 
Well, we'll go from a pinch of salt then to maybe something a little bit spicy. <laughs> uh, let's, let's do this one first because I think this will be... Uh, actually, these kind of um, tie into each other thinking about it a bit more. So uh, we'll start off with um, Airsoft Celebrities. Uh, is it actually a thing? Could it be? Should it be? Because um, uh, you're, you're within a closed... Like sort of, you, you could be an airsoft personality, as we put it, yeah. or influ- influencer, definitely, maybe, mm. but um, not celebrity. We're taking yeah, definitely, Kev not, out the... definitely not celebrity. We're taking I Kev out of the equation here because Kev is just famous, you know. Kev, aye, Kev is he he is the personality. He he is the most famous airsofter in the universe. Like he is Mr. Airsoft, <laughs> famous <laughs> guy Kev. I want to see that in his next video. They. They're not celebrities, but they'd like to think they are, and that's where the ego and the idea of that comes from. Is not yeah. so much that we look at them as celebrities, but they think they are. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that somewhat. Um, especially yeah. if some particular people definitely feel that vibe where, for them, it's like, "Yo, this is me. I'm here," and mm. you're totally like, "Yeah, that's cool. You're gonna grab a gun and shit." <laughs> <laughs> this is kind yeah. of what you're to do. Um, but for the guys that. Guys that do it and who don't have an ego and just plod along and they've got that, like, I would say, that personality status and where people sort of look up to them, mm. then by all means they yeah. need to take a responsibility and to use it. You know, the guy, build, the guys that actually go out, play, build a, build the community, provide yeah. something for the community, work their asses off for the community to provide events or or content like reviews or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're going to obviously be more well known in the airsoft community. But I would value more um, where those guys go to sites than them creating content, because them going to sites would create content. But I'm, and I, this is obviously hypocritical because I don't watch a lot of YouTube. But I'd be more interested in watching the videos of them going to sites and what they've done with sites and how their what their ideas about progressing the sport. Yeah, and there are a lot of guys do that. And even with reviews, that's fine, but it's just not something that I'm personally interested in. I don't really read reviews that much. Mm. I look at a gun if I think I like the look of it. I mean, one thing I do like with it. regards to sort of the gameplay videos and stuff is the fact that if I'm looking at going to a site, I can go on and get an idea of what it's like, so I know if it's for me. Yeah. Um, which yeah, is actually something. Either. Which is actually something I didn't do at uh, the depot deliberately because. It I just relied on Joe's uh, what it was. And I just wanted to go in blind and play it and get yeah. lost, and I did frequently. And people uh, were like, go to this staircase, and it took me about 20 minutes to realise you've got big fucking letters on the staircases. Yeah, I, I mean, all, I honestly, sorry. Uh, in all honesty, that wouldn't have helped you. Um, see, because it's changed so much. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, like, like you said, on. yeah, because you mentioned to me they were doing a lot of work, and they were yeah. saying they'd got. Well, I, I, I assume they were saying that they'd got rid of the Hessian. Um, Bit, bit of a translation problem there. <laughs> All right, I've got a question on the idea of celebrities and uh, and, and sites. You're saying watching it, uh, YouTubers on sites. Um, two YouTubers have released a, uh, a very similar video from one certain site that they used to play at quite often, and it was all about cheaters. If you watch that video of their their videos of that site, would that put you off of going there? Um, that's a bit of a hard topic. Site, basically, yeah. Is that what you mean? Um. Because neither side's technically right, because they're both posting videos trying to expose yeah. someone else for cheating instead of taking it to the site officials. Yeah, just yeah, I'm gonna um, jump on that man. Like, cause posting a cheating video in my mind is the same as cheat calling, and that still breaks show number one is don't be a dick. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this, this actually sort of ties us onto the next topic quite nicely, actually, which is do content. See, we creators. know about this stuff. We've done this. Yeah. We know. Do content creators need to think more about what they post? Now, I've always, I'm always, always, always going to be dead against cheater videos, um, simply because the way that they've been edited in the past will only show the initial incident. It doesn't show the whole situation. So, yeah. what could happen is they could go right. Okay, this guy is clearly cheating. Okay, Marshall's going right. Fuck off. You're not playing no more. Get out. You're banned from the site. Whatever. You don't see that. You do not see that, and I yeah. think I think it's pointless. I don't. I really don't see the point in it. The exactly. issue with it is, is a lot's open to interpretation, and yeah. that you some. Yeah. 
obviously not going to name any individuals. Some individuals you do get some, they have a big following. Yeah. And a lot of those people who are following them will go and attack the other group. That's the issue. That's why that's it should be kept between marshals and players. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but if that's, the issue's dealt with on that's, the day... That's the whole ego taking over, though. Yeah. That's the issue. If the issue's dealt with on the day, I don't see why you feel the need to then go and try and slate a site. Because effectively, in my opinion, that is what you're doing. You're slating that site going, look, cheaters come here. And people are going to watch that. And if you've got a big following, they're going to go, I ain't fucking going there. There's cheaters yeah. play I there. could go but to the depot and record that- a good maybe four hours footage. And I could get a ton. I could probably get a ton of content in there that I could make a cheater video. That's how easy it is. But it's like, this is where I like the mentality that they had at... Yeah, this is where I like the mentality they had at Bravo 1, where, like, when Will was there, when I played up there, he was saying, we never assume that you're cheating, we assume that you just didn't feel it, and then we're going to go ask you to remove that jumper, remove that plate carrier, go down to a belt rig, whatever, something just to say, look, we're not accusing you here. But we're giving you the opportunity to prove to us that you are playing the game. You just genuinely didn't feel it. Because let's be, as I've said countless times, there's always those incidents where you're not going to feel the BB hit you. No. Um, and if you're if your adrenaline's pumping and, it, and the BB hits your pouch or your plate carrier, nine times out of ten, you're probably running and you don't hear it or feel it. Yeah. And I, I mean, it depends what kind of regular. And I had a guy at the charity one, and he had a JPC on with two double stack. AR pouches, and they were hitting the front the front three pouches. He wasn't feeling or hearing it, but when they were hitting the back three, he was fighting, healing it, feeling, feeling it fine. It just depends what kind of kit you're in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, this is where it, thinking about what you actually run comes to it. You know, you get the players that will go out buy a plate carrier and think I'm going to buy all the pouches in the universe and put them on this plate carrier. And what? I'm just thinking of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I love See, you for that. As much as what I say, that, this is the bit I, I'm a bit on the other side of it because I've got well, a triple pouch in front of mine, and I wear sometimes uh, a backpack on the back of my plate carrier. Yeah. So I can still feel when that gets hit and that's empty. Yeah. Just, I think it's just being familiar with your kit and knowing that sound mm. and yeah. like, the feeling, or, even at the point of thinking, what's that hat? And just calling yeah. it, you know what I mean? That's, you know, I've I've had people argue that they've been hit when I'm running trace around. They're literally glowing green, mate. I can see if they're hitting you and you're not yeah. calling it. But I'll say to you, look, you may not have felt it. Yeah. Just to let you know, BB bounced off your leg. Yeah. Oh, okay. And like, I've had people say it to me, and the right thing to do, in my opinion, right? Okay, sorry, mate, didn't feel it. I'll go. I'll yep. fuck off to spawn. No, Easy. No I'll, confrontation. Nothing. No, you don't need to even make videos about it. Anything. Well, going back onto that topic. Well, the other issue you need to think about is some people have been known to fake them as well. Yeah. And the issue is that yeah, they might be faking it to get views, but they're also damaging the reputation of that site in the process. Yeah. And the other thing no, as well, as I, as I don't I, think it affects the site personally. Like. It depends players, because if yeah, but uh, think about how many people you know that have got in here stuff from watching videos though, from like oh, say, for oh, example even... Scout the Doggy things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, if someone yeah, oh, watches that, they're gonna go right here. Don't want to go there. No, definitely not. Right. Like that. How about I get the airsoft? Sorry, Dom. How about I get the airsoft? Right. I keep putting in there, everybody. How about I get the airsoft? Um, was watching YouTube videos and that was a uh, Ed Ed Hotchkiss uh, built for my enemy man. He had some great videos and he got me into it. no cheater videos, nothing like that. But I don't think a cheater video or any sort of thing like that where I thought that guy was cheating would have dissuade me because it was me it was I want to try that I want to play it I want to see what it's like mm. the people that are posting the cheater videos are literally doing it for no other reason than clickbait yeah I don't I, think it's it damages a sight yeah, I think it's a difficult one because I started 11 years ago when I started I was watching uh, milsimjunkie.com on YouTube and that's one of the yeah. main reasons I started um, and his all of his videos promoted the good side of airsoft. There was no cheater videos back then. It was all promoting yeah. the good side of airsoft. And I think yeah. realistically, I'm not naming cat- like people, but ev- every YouTuber these days does it. I mean, even if you go to the people that I really support uh, over in the states, down to people in the UK that I really don't support, um, they all post up a cheater video. It, it might not be a common occurrence, but they all have one. Um, yeah. And and it's a sort of a sucky situation. It's it's drawing in. 
people thinking that airsoft is bad full of cheaters but it's also getting their viewers and subscriber count that they want to to carry on so it's a bit of a difficult situation i think for everyone yeah and the, the other thing as well um with the airsoft you know people are looking at us running around with what looks like a real gun at the end of the day people hate it po- politicians hate it uh Shall we go there? Go to American. Go the the liberals hate it. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, you know what I mean. You know, people are always going to be out for something that involves something that looks like a gun, regardless of what it is. And we're we're there. We've got our rules set in stone as to how the game should be played, like the basic rules. Yes, okay, you do get variations with powers, etc., and what you can use, etc. But the basic rule of you get shot, you get your hit. You're either medics or you're back to your spawn or you're out for the game or whatever. It's always there. The minute the BB strikes you, you're hit and then you follow the rules of the site there. If people are looking at that and they're seeing these cheater videos, then it looks like we can't police ourselves. No one plays by the rules. Nothing's written down. Are they going to use that to throw it back at us and go, well, you guys can't police yourselves, so we're going to throw in all this legislation to screw you over even more or we're going to ban it completely? That is a crazy aspect when you think about it because apply that to any, anything else look yeah. at like football for example some of the, the tackles you see like Aye. severely like no, not being professional foul style like like 90% I'm trying to break your leg kind of thing yeah. and in other sports where like just say for boxing example when you like getting hit in the back of the head and there's tons of tons of things that you can apply it to it'd just be crazy to think oh yeah just because you can't control yourself in that situation let's just get your sport to fuck yeah, exactly. You know, and let's be honest. What would we do if we weren't doing airsoft? Uh, masturbate profusely. Yeah, and crying yourself to sleep to that you'd lost airsoft. <laughs> Dom, I'm actually I got you, impressed. Dom. We've I got done thirty you. minutes, and I haven't got to edit anything out yet. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm no, working up to it. I'm working up. That's to like it. a challenge. Wait till you see the next, yeah. the last five minutes of this show, just imploding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, the the other thing I want to raise about any the minute you create any content that goes onto the internet or on social media or anything, in my opinion, you become an ambassador for airsoft. Yes, hands down. So don't be a dick, as we've said, as is the rule everywhere. Don't be a dick with it. You know, at the end of the day, if you're promoting airsoft in a positive way, you're doing things for the community. Let's look at guys like Random Guy Kev. I was going to say, we were saying about um, people that promote airsoft in the correct light. And and random, I've never spoken to the guy. I've watched a couple of videos um, and his social media presence on YouTube, on everything that he's on, and even on the podcast. He just promotes airsoft in such a good way. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's so happy all the time, man. He's a dick the rest of the time. He sends me photos of food. (laughs) He gets Joe to send me photos of food at four o'clock in the morning. I think I've watched maybe two of his videos now. I, I try. I just don't watch a lot of YouTube. I can't get into it. Yeah. Um, I've not even. I don't know what it is. Just I watch one or two, and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to do something else. But yeah, yeah, I'd spoke to him, and he is. He's just so jovial, happy. Guys really enjoys airsoft, and you've got people like that. And the, yeah, and bearing in mind, this is limited. a guy that's only been playing for two a year, two years now. He's not yeah. been playing long. He's only been playing a couple of years now. And you know he's running his own events. He's got airsofting with friends, which is going from strength to strength. And you're seeing all these companies getting yeah, behind it. You know he's coming to the UK next year. Shameless plug. Yeah, I don't think you need the experience. There's people with those personalities that just click. And yeah. Just, I think if you put him in any sort of thing where he loves and enjoys it, I think he's yeah. the type of guy that would thrive no matter what. Exactly. Like you know he's he's even going out to manufacturers now. He's been to Polar Star. He's just done a video with PTS talking about like the history behind PTS and that and he does like community Q and A's and stuff yeah. with these so like people will put their questions in and he'll select them and ask Yeah, them. those are the type of topics that I'd find interesting where they're doing that kind of thing, going to retailers and like finding like background information of things and actually speaking to real people. Like yeah, exactly. States, that's the kind of thing that I'd like to watch. Another thing, which is something I'm looking at doing in the next few weeks, is like going to people going, "Why do you come to this shop? Why do you go to these places? Why do you go for these brands? You know, find out from the community what their loyalty is." So like, let's let's ask you guys here, for example, what would be your go-to brand for a new rift, Dom? Um, I'm not sure actually. VFC, maybe TM if I wanted to splurge out. TMs are really good 900 pound rifles. 
yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If if you if you just turn around like we were saying in the shop the other day, if you if if I had a budget and I had yeah. to start airsoft again, I would pick uh, I'd pick G and G or Tipman up straight away. Yeah. Um, just brilliant made guns. They they're affordable mm. and you get exactly what you pay for. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Ah, uh, cheeky. I was trying to think of this while Dom was talking. I just couldn't. I don't know, man. I don't really have an actual favourite brand, man. But because I, maybe purely based on build up, maybe ASG because they have the org. Um, but on that KWA, but that's through you, Andy. Yeah. Forty five. That's when I started to that company. Yeah, I, I had to make sure you had a little play with that when we were at the depot. Um, yeah. Just so you could see how nice it was, because like, yeah, um, we'll come back to that in a minute. Uh, Martin, um, I would probably say Aries or LCT. I thought he was going to say his camera because oh, he doesn't a... play and he's taking <laughs> photos. LCT for the AKs, oh yeah, cheers, yeah, Nikon definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got to say, like, um, if you want to go for the AKs, you go a brand like LCT or an ENL if you want the build quality. SEMA mate, SEMA. They're <laughs> oh, no, 150 I'm, quid. You can break it. Wait, I'm, I'm it coming back it to it. I'm coming back to it. Give, give, give us a minute, Dom. Give I'm going around. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going full circle here. So, like, the for me personally, now, now I'm into airsoft. I've got settled in. I know what I want. I mean, I brought an LCT as my first rifle. Hindsight, I would have brought that combat machine first. Um, mm, I would have gone yeah. for a starter gun, but I decided to go all in with the work bonus that I got that year, and invest in it properly once I've got my Ukara. Uh, so like, yeah, LCT or even GHK because they're LCT externals. If you want ah, to go GHK is good as well. Um, the GHK rifles are great from the ones that I've had a play with, uh, and I will be getting one soon. Actually, hopefully, when a certain local retailer gets one back in stock because they decided to sell to you, them all. You know we've got 70 different 1LCT guns coming this morning. Yeah, and when I'm next in the shop I want all of them on the range. Uh, better hurry up. We think we sold like five of them as soon as the boxes turned up. <laughs> I saw that post. I was like, yeah, they're going to go quick. But it's like TM if I want something like you said. You know, if you want to get something, yeah, you've got to put upgrades in it. But it's that nice little thing that you've bought oh, yeah. for yourself um, <laughs> or <laughs> yeah uh, this is going to turn into an argument of what the best brand is now isn't it probably oh no 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 because like people have their loyalty to these brands I think we can well I'm actually going to go quite bold here I think the four of us could agree that maybe the most popular style brand Dom already mentioned it was G&G &G. uh, anything yeah. the first thing yeah, you definitely. Any, any new player starts the first instance you always see is get a G&G &G CM and that's you have to play with it. It yeah, I see it all the time on the <laughs> community groups. It, you know I mean? It's because they've been set around so long, plus they're reliable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly, you know, you, I think I think two things that would survive a nuclear apocalypse is cockroaches and a G&G &G <laughs> combat machine. A yeah. CM-16 radar. <laughs> <laughs> the LiPo might not, because you know it'll puff and explode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but the gun will still be fine. Yeah, that, that, that'll still work. Um... In fact, the battery could probably explode inside the gun and it'd still be fine. Oh, it's such a short story about CM16 Raiders. Uh, back before LiPos were like the biggest thing, so this is a while ago, um, and you could get hold of Sistema turbo motors like anywhere and everywhere for like £90. Yeah. Uh, on a, we put one of the Sistema turbo motors into a, a G&G CM16 Raider with 9.6 nib batteries. It lasted three months, and then the uh, the brass bushings melted to this the gearbox, and it still ran. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that speaks for what the brand's like. You know, you've got the you've got G and G are probably one of the titans of airsoft. I'd say. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's fair I, I, to say I, I, that. You know, they're uh, one of the see. biggest. I think they're one of the biggest brands out there. Um, although you're actually seeing the increase of new pro series. Rifles coming into the market. I, think I can't the remember. Quality on them has been really good. Mm. I think when the I defenders. Yeah, this is the thing. I think a lot of the sort of uh, manufacturers now have gone right. Okay, we need to look at the lower end of the market now because yeah. you know we need to try and bring something out that's going to be as good as the G and G and get people because you know if you, if you go in with something and they have a sort of 
more expensive brand. Again, like G&G, you know, if you buy a combat machine and you love it, you might go for one of their top techs next. Once oh, you've yeah. got into it a bit more, you know, you're going to go, for, right, okay, I've had this combat machine for years. It runs really well. I'm going to get something that's a little step better now and go that one step further with it. And yeah, you get you've taken the word stream and we've seen that these other companies are trying to take that mantle from G&G. Maybe not yeah. take it from them, but they're realising G&G is pretty much the biggest name at that end of the market. Yeah. Uh, 100% yeah. monopolise that market for start yeah. yeah, and, and it's not even the fact it's like they're cheap guns, they're cheap guns, reliable easy to fix yeah. easy to upgrade and it's just yes, because that's what mine is, that's what I was saying earlier yeah. uh, mine's a G&G and I used it two games and I think it was after that I got the MOSFET in it Yeah, a MOSFET, a piston and a high top motor and that's it it's ran yeah. through you can't go wrong with that and this is the thing, those those upgrades, like depending how much you spend on a MOSFET, you know, let's say... Well, it's a Titan, get Titan, I spent. Yeah, so what, with the, with the motor and the piston, a couple of hundred? Eh, uh, no, clocked on it and it was 150. Fucking hell, fair enough. So, yeah, 150 quid for all that. Uh, double that and you can get them at Taggart Special from Combat UK. <laughs> yeah. They are um, good, but they are but, £300 like, plus the £450 gun. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've got to drop sort of almost the price of the gun into it to make it run perfectly for the UK market. Now, I used to be the TM fanboy to go back to what we were originally saying about their go-to brand. Um, as people who listen to the show regularly will know, I've come away from that now. Uh, I'm on the Yay. KWA bandwagon now. The Ronin. Well, I've got yeah. the TK45. I'm actually hoping to get hold of one of the QRF mod ones. I think it's the mod one that's got the MP5 style because you know why the fuck oh, would yeah. I to get the version why would the fuck would I get the mod 2 that uses the same mags as what I've already got when I could get one that uses different mags. Yay. I think you're right. It's the mod one for the yeah. The MP mags. But you know I I looked at it when when I picked that Ronin up like I've seen the pre-production one pound in the swear jar here for George if he's listening when I was in Vegas shot last year. Um, and like, I was just like, I need this gun. Forgot about it, and then it appeared in the shop. I was like, Oh shit, I wanted that. When got it? Um, that day, partly just to spite Pony Tony, the one mag wonder himself. Sorry, no, no mag no, now, isn't he? No mag. Yeah. Oh my god, why is it no mag? <laughs> <laughs> He's recently just bought my SRS off me, and uh, Jason Parker decided to steal the magazines for him, so he got the gun with no mags. However, Parker no longer has them, and they're now being held to ransom. <laughs> and they're going to make their way round Hertfordshire. Uh, I'll <laughs> get them off you next it. time I'm in the shop, Dom. Alright, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I went to KWI, picked that up, and I picked my TM up, and I was like, the build quality on this straight away is just better. And you know, it's a gun that. Out of the box is shooting. Well, it's above UK limits. They actually have to downgrade downgrade it, don't they, for the UK market? I believe. No. Four hundred. I know they do. Yeah. Three hundred eighty out of box, I think. Something like that. Yeah. So obviously it's over the UK legal limit. So they have to drop it down. Um, not a lot, but enough to get it in uh, limits for the sites over here. And all I've had to do to that is change the hot rubber. Yeah. Same with Tony. Because... All he's done is put a new hot, uh, maple leaf hot rubber in it. That's it. Yeah. Yes, I will eventually get a gate Titan in it because you know I like having a MOSFET fitted to my rifles just for that extra little bit of protection yeah, uh, for yeah. them. But you know, when, when if I had a choice between spending say four hundred and fifty on a rifle and then maybe another hundred and sixty for the hot rubber and the gate Titan to be fitted, whereas if I got a TM, I'm spending sort of five hundred, six hundred on that. Or if you get the new TM LMG <laughs> somewhere between one and two grand, um, which I will be getting, but that's beside the point because I just don't like money. Um, what I found is I prefer to buy maybe a cheaper gun and just upgrade it because I know when I upgrade it, it's going to be too realistic, and that's why yeah. that's the way I'm getting the the AUG uh, done. Yeah. Um, I've literally given Chris a clock, um, a budget, and given the iPhone just saying. Just make it as bitching as possible. Yeah. For that budget. Aye. 
you know what I mean? I, su- I suppose this is the other end of the aspect as well, because you know, if you get a, a gun and you've got to put upgrades into it and you spent a lot of money on it already, and then things start going wrong, maybe when you start putting the upgrades in, you're going to be, oh for fuck's sake, what, what like my TM on? recoil. And, yeah, and you're going to get annoyed. Uh, yeah, we know someone else has got a TM recoil that they upgraded uh, and it didn't work, don't we, Dom? No, I don't know what you're on about. It works. Uh, it works, and I lent I lent it to one individual, and then it come back, and it never worked properly again. Yeah, but. no, not 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 you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it now. <laughs> um, oh, it's the same individual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, you know, if things start going wrong and you drop all that money onto those upgrades, you're going to be pretty pissed off. Whereas if you've got a cheaper gun, then you can be like, well. Yeah. I didn't spend a lot of it on it in the first place, so just change it out. Get 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 that working again. You know, you don't mind spending a little bit more money on it, maybe. Yeah, I think like when you, I can only put this into perspective for me, to be honest, because like I bought the shell of an AUG, so basically the budget for me is going to include the gearbox. So yeah. if I decide to get rid of that gun or if the gun breaks itself, that is all the money's all the values in that gearbox for me. Yeah. So like that's. That'll always get fixed. I don't think there's ever going to be permanently damaged. Need for is I'm going to be like, get me you said at least a shell. I can still replace that. Although, although I know me and Dom are waiting with bated breath while we're talking about guns and brands. Uh, We're waiting with bated breath for a certain uh, bullpup rifle to come from a certain silverback, aren't we? Uh, that's gonna. That, I think the release date on that's going to be like the TMLMG uh, sometime in the future. Yeah, so, sometime in the next millennium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what was it? Um, oh, years ago, uh, I used to do. It was quite geeky, but I, was, I enjoyed it at the time. Uh, the flight sim stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. I did a lot of sort of like the military flying with that, and then I did some civil stuff as well. There was a company called Quality Wings. Uh, they produced some cracking sort of light versions of airliners, and they were they were making the seven eight seven. Mm. And they were like, release date sometime this century, and then they went this this one sometime next century, <laughs> and that they just had the joke about it going. But like you know, it was the running joke that it'll be released in the next year, and then like the next year would pass, and it'd be like, yeah, next year, next year, and then they finally released it, and no one believed them. That was uh, LCT's AK12 recently. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, I'm a, a bit of a Warhammer forty K nerd and I've been yeah. waiting for Sisters of Battle to be released for the last six years, so my patience. <laughs> actually is actually yeah, while we're talking about release dates and stuff and you mentioned the TMLMG, this was a discussion we had the other day which I think we could actually bring into this a little bit because you haven't got a release date for the gun. Yeah, but it's June retailers yeah, so potentially it's probably gonna be some other time other than that. Yeah. But they're working with that at the moment. But you know, when you haven't got a solid release date that you're going to get these things in, should you be taking pre-orders on it and taking people's um, money for a gun, especially no. such an expensive amount? Because I think I saw one the other day. I don't know which retailer it was, so I'm not going to name them, and we won't name them here. But they were taking a £600 deposit. I saw Ouch. the screenshot of it for a gun that you, you don't have a release date for yet. Would you drop £600 on something that was appearing in the future? No. no, and as I said, as I said to you when we saw each other in the shop the other day, there are shops that will put them the pre-order up when they got announced almost a year yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, and they're still that's going. ridiculous. Yeah, you know, if, why? More importantly, why would you actually willingly give people your money if you had no release date? You know, if if something come up for pre-order and they said it's going to be released on this date without fail, you drop the money on it, and then you you're in the knowledge that. Yeah, okay, if they rush it to get it out that date and something goes wrong, well, you've got your warranty to fall back on. And yeah. a lot of the manufacturers and, and like with the support of the retailers are pretty good in going, right, we'll get this back, that's a warranty fix. Um, and um, yeah, AS, ASG, for example, they're really, really good for the warranty fixes. Yes. Just one brand. Uh, working with Combat, um, I know Ed doesn't do pre-order unless that is... Is in the post coming, if that makes sense. If he's put those on yeah. order on his order sheet, and they are yeah. definitely coming out, then he will he will maybe not advertise, but let people know that they yeah. are coming. Um, mm. I can think fine. of only one occasion I've ever heard him actually do that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like the um, uh, 
Uh, what came Hero out last arms. year? The Hero, Hero Arms, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the, the is it the Thor Hammer, or whatever it's called, for the Resident Evil AA12. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's he's right. It's like, oh, I've got six of them coming in. I'll I'll basically say to three of the people that I guarantee will buy them. Yes, I've got them in, and then I'll have three for the shop, sort of thing. Um, yeah. But not go onto his website saying, look, I can order four thousand of these. Just give me your money, and I might get a product in a year's time. Exactly. You know, it's, it's about mad. Because like, what happens now if they turn around and go, oh, we cancelled it? You buy a TM yeah, for exactly. that. <laughs> You're going to be like, well, there's 600 quid that I've now got to claim back, and then I could have brought something else and had a lot more fun. You know, for example, if you wanted a LMG, you could get the A and K 249. Yeah. Um, the problem I've got with the like shops, uh, shops that uh, to do pre-orders is that money doesn't sit in account. That that money will probably be used for uh, for gathering more stock for their shop. So yeah. If, yeah. If, 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 sorry. That's all right. If um if if TM say look the same with the Crytek Chris Vector actually happened um it's going to be released on this date turns out that day and they go no we're going to wait another three months and you might have if, ten people back out and you owe them six grand for those ten people and that's out of your pocket not not what they're giving you or yeah, exactly. or even they've got limited runs of it yeah yeah exactly yeah you know this TM LMG they could go right okay we're only making twenty thousand and that's it kind of thing. Yeah. Is the price actually confirmed? Yeah, they've it's just. Anywhere... Yeah, it's between one and two thousand pounds. Because that is a, that's a bit of bollock for, for instance, a store to take a deposit on something, and they won't even know the price of it because I don't know. That's kind of crazy. Because imagine, like, obviously the people are committed to buying it. But all I'm thinking about if that comes out in the price, that's quite a big difference. They say oh, between one and two grand. Yeah. Can you imagine it came out just a bit over, and then that person wants to come out and it's like, that nah, price is way too expensive for what it's I TM want. TM as well, so it's likely to be a hiked up price to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And it performed just as well as a G, in, a G combat machine. Aye. Mm. With a fancy yeah, if, you, if, you want, if you want an LMG, get, get the uh, G&G combat machine LMG. I'm saving to get one of those LCT PKPs eventually. I need one. <laughs> I, I bet it won't be as expensive as the um, LCT M60. If you've seen that, <laughs> yeah, I, I nearly died when I saw that the other day, didn't I, Dom? Yeah, Clot has, we... has one of them. <laughs> oh, mate, no, there, there was one. Pounds. Yes, no, nineteen hundred. Is it nineteen hundred? Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I could never buy that. That's like uh, a month's wages gone on an airsoft gun. Uh, Why? Um, I thought like, we had I'd... one in. Ed, Ed was like rocking around with an M60. I was like, Ed, really? Come on. We could we could just about sell the Brownings. And he was like, no, it's an A&K one. Don't worry. It's like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the biggest war hanger ever. So so what actually happened is you got trolled by Ed. I did. Oh, dear. That's hilarious. Oh, anyway, yeah. Um, sorry. I was gutted today. So I decided, because I'm picking up stuff for the Rift Sim. Uh, yeah. a couple of weeks time and I walked in and there was the, all the LCT guns on the floor as they were pricing them up and getting them ready for the wall and then this one bloke just walked up and was like right I'll have a PP19 and uh, an AK12 and the Keymod G3 and I was like no they're the only ones I wanted out of the whole order and then like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone might have told them the PP19 is really nice though over there uh, and the guys at combat they probably did tell him to buy it all and then they got a refund a few weeks later. Yeah. You didn't know about. <laughs> oh dear. So, I mean, things like that is why I love going to my local retailer. Uh, they're just a banter. Like you know, I'd love to troll people there. Well, I do. In fact, I, I troll Tony, don't I? You do. One yeah. mag Tony gets abused with, with no mag help. Tony. No so yeah, no mag Tony. Yeah, I've got to get used to this. I've got so used to calling him one mag, I can't get used to him not having any. It's hilarious. Um, we'll change his name th- at the risk soon. Yeah, I'm thinking back to the KWA uh, T6 Ronin when he wanted that. So I went in the shop and made a little video to make it look like I'd brought it. And I had a message within seven minutes of posting that story live saying, Andy, yeah. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that all started with that TK45 as well. Um, but yeah. Um, 
going back to our original post because we got really sidetracked there. Yeah, content create content creators uh, think about what you're posting because if you're posting something that's negative for the community, it reflects never negatively on everyone in airsoft, not just yourself. Uh, in my opinion, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are sort of in agreement. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Okay, not yet. <laughs> well, Joe, Joe, we just hate you anyway. <laughs> you racially abused me. Shut the fuck up. This is my turn. That's not because I don't racial abuse. I don't care. You're getting racially abused. We we get Dom. Yeah. When Joe comes down in November, make sure you're honest. working in the shop. Yeah. Oh no, I'll, I'll be at the combat you came the day before. Yeah. I'm Joe, Joe's coming down the day before you flying to mine. I'm taking him to combat UK. And I want everyone in Combat UK to refuse to take his money. He's not allowed to use his card. The card machine will be broken. And you've got to refuse to take his dodgy Scottish notes. That, oh, okay. that yeah, That's, that's perfectly fine because I just want to point out that you think it's a good idea to piss off a Scotsman in England. <laughs> I'm just going to save go well. I'm just going to save every Scottish note my work and bring them all up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm doing the same. Going to the bank. Well, right it when I walked in at the depot and Jono was doing the booking in and he goes, so that'll be £20 or 40 English pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was like, and then like, I, I go, I've, I've got English coins and then someone pretended to spit in them and I said, that's fine, that's what our shops pretty much do to your guys' money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for that for that famous line that every yeah. Scotsman says. Yes. <laughs> Joe. Joe. It's legal tender. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you yeah. have to hear that once in your life. Oh my god, that's it's it's happened to me. I think a few times now. It's crazy. Oh, People just give us a friend. We don't we don't accept Scottish notes. I was like, no, that's a Scottish note, but it's UK money. You fucking moron. Anyway, um, I think that's pretty much rounded it up for the evening. Uh, thank you very yeah, much, Dom, Joe, and Martin, for coming on the show. Dom. Yes. Special mention to you. You've been extremely well behaved tonight. Thank you. I was going to end it on a really bad note, but as you've said that, I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut now. You can always okay. edit it out. No, no more editing. I have flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I get flashbacks to, to that first episode. <laughs> people, people will know at this point if it goes re- really quiet, really quickly. At the end of the podcast, you said something fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go back and listen to the balls deep one, you can literally hear about forty-five minutes of blank space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should have just left it as white noise or something, and then been like, "We are coming back." Yeah, or just it like that a... that thing where the TV where it goes and it goes beep, and then uh, it comes back in. Yeah. And then like, it was just great because... Oh, play me out, Johnny. <laughs> For like eight episodes afterwards, my name was continuously mentioned. Like, please don't do a dog. Please don't do a dog. Please don't do a <laughs> it, took a, it took a year to convince me to get you back on the show. And I've been twice in like a month and a half. Yeah, I know. I'm actually impressed. Uh, right. Let's go from the top. Dom, where can people find you? On HPA Airsoft on Instagram or... That's no, just HP Airsoft, isn't it? No, uh, well, H H P A all capitals, and then Airsoft uh, without the A is is lowercase. And I forgot on my own uh, 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 YouTube chat account, so that's great. I put my phone in front of me, which helps. Or yeah. Combat UK. If you uh, if you're walking past Combat UK, I'm nine times out of ten. If I'm not working, I'll be in there anyway. And H P A Airsoft also is my YouTube account. Yeah. Cool. Joe? Uh, Salmon underscore TSP on Instagram as well as. There's no pandas in Scotland. (laughs) There is. There's legit pandas in Scotland. eh? (laughs) Like they have a zoo. Well, the zoos don't count. (laughs) If zoos don't count, would you count England? Shit out. What what does this kick button do again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, Salmon underscore TSP and the Scottish Pandas page. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Cool. Uh, Martin? Uh, Acarius Photography on Facebook or Acarius underscore photography on Instagram. Boom. And uh, you guys oh, 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 know where oh, to find oh, oh, me. Andy, 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 it's just popped up. This you know Dash right. that makes the really expensive M4s? Yeah. Oh my they've god. Just, they've just announced they're releasing an AK. 
Thank you. <laughs> like, actually, yeah. I need an AKM. Right, right. And that's a brilliant note to uh, finish this show because goodbye all my money, no more podcasts because I can't afford to host this anymore. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, taking donations to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, me yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> premium Snapchat. <laughs> Just get a photo. I'll be the first customer there, mate. You, mate, you, you get a that. photo of Dom every day. Oh God! <laughs> um, Even the missus doesn't want to see that every day. <laughs> uh, oh my God, that actually looks fit as fuck. <laughs> right, okay, guys. Uh, thanks for listening this week. Thanks to Martin, Dom, and Joe for their time. Uh, enjoy your game this weekend, wherever you're playing. Um, Take care of each other. Take your hits. When this episode releases, I'm going to be signing it up in Malta. So I'll speak to you guys when I get back. Don't be a dick. And I'll speak to you guys next time on the Chairsofter Show. Bye for now. Catch you later, guys.